why is it important to address toxins in your environment and in your body? Well, here's a fun analogy to think about. If you have an incredible new face cream to try, one that will restore your skin and help you glow like never before, do you put that new miraculous cream on top of last night's makeup? No, but why not? Sure, some of the cream will be absorbed through the layer of old makeup and help out a little, but oh man, the results that you will experience if you first wash off your old makeup, prep your skin, and then apply that ultra healing cream. It's the same when it comes to healing your body. Before you incorporate a healing diet, address pathogens, heal your emotional wounds, first you need to remove that old makeup. You first need to remove the toxins that have been sitting in your body for decades passed down from generations before you. If you reduce your daily exposure to environmental toxins, support your natural detox pathways, and remove the toxins in your body, your healing will be that much more incredible. So many times we get angry with our body for the ongoing symptoms that we experience, but our body is simply using symptoms to communicate that it's overwhelmed and needs our support. Our body uses symptoms to let us know that our toxic bucket is overflowing. An overflowing toxic bucket and chronic illness go hand in hand, so it is essential that you take a look at your toxic bucket and identify what is overwhelming it. Address those toxic troublemakers and empty your toxic bucket so that it is no longer overflowing. This will take a huge burden off of your body and support it in doing what it was created to do, to work optimally. So what are common toxic troublemakers? I'm going to list common troublemakers, take note of the ones that you've had a lot of exposure to in your life, and especially those that you are continually exposed to. Exposure to plastics, binders and fillers and injectables, gasoline fumes every time you pump gas, alcohol, fumes from grills, stoves, ovens, chemically treated wood logs used for fireplaces, bonfires, fire pits, toxic household cleaners, new paint, carpet chemicals, fertilizers, DDT, insecticides, pesticides, herbicides, fungicides, smoke exposure of any kind, fluoride, chlorine, heavy metals, metal fillings, dental work, MSG, natural flavoring, pharmaceuticals, formaldehyde, that new car smell, preservatives, radiation, adrenaline, mold, plug-in air fresheners, scented candles, perfumes and fragrances, conventionally scented body lotions, hair care, hairspray, hair dye, conventional makeup, nail polish, dry cleaning, nonstick pots and pans, laundry detergent, dryer sheets, chemtrails, toxic indoor air, and I want to remind us that toxins are passed down from our mothers in the womb, so we don't even start with a clean slate. And please know that I'm not sharing this information to induce fear. I strongly believe that knowledge is power, and if simply addressing some of these troublemakers helps reduce toxic overwhelm in your life and in turn reduces symptoms for you, that would be incredible. And my goal and why I'm here is to help you in any way that I can, to know that my intention is not to cause fear, but to hopefully empower you with knowledge and tools to support your body. Okay, so how do we know that these troublemakers are affecting us directly? How do we know that our body is overwhelmed? Remember, our body uses symptoms to communicate that it's overwhelmed and needs our support. So here are some common signs and symptoms of toxic overwhelm. Feeling slow, sluggish, fatigued, adrenal and mitochondrial issues, weight gain, skin that looks dull and unhealthy, dark circles under your eyes, 
digestive symptoms, headaches, bloating, skin rashes or acne, aches and pains, diabetes or blood sugar imbalances, mystery high blood pressure, heart palpitations, insomnia, anxiety, dramatic weight loss without trying, allergies, chemical sensitivities, dizziness, lightheadedness, needing coffee to sustain energy, mystery high cholesterol, frequent strep, fatty liver, sinus issues, frequent UTIs, varicose veins, yeast infections, food sensitivities, SIBO, leaky gut, brain fog, thyroid issues, autoimmune disease, gallbladder illness, muscle pain, mystery nausea, IBS, acid reflux, hair thinning, hair loss, noticing that your hangovers are way worse than they were in your 20s, hormone imbalance, and list goes on. We are breathing in toxins, lathering our hair and skin with toxic self-care products daily, chemicals are sprayed in the air, pesticides and herbicides on our food, chemicals sprayed on our clothes, daily radiation exposure, not to mention the toxins that were passed down to us before we were even born. Okay, take a deep breath. There's no need to fear. Yes, we unfortunately live in a toxic world. That is the sad truth. But the good news is there are things that you can do to one, reduce toxic exposure in your environment, two, support your natural detox pathways, and three, detox what you do encounter. Today, we are going to focus on number one, reducing toxicity in your life. Episode four will address supporting your natural detox pathways, and episode five will address detoxing what you do encounter. So let's get into reducing toxicity in our life. I am going to share 10 areas that I highly encourage you to look at when assessing how you can reduce toxicity in your own life. No, you don't have to do all the things. Just listen and take note of how you can realistically incorporate some of these tips to lower the toxic overwhelm in your bucket. Number one, toxic personal care products and toxic cleaning products, the products that you're exposed to daily. I love using the environmental working group site ewg.org to help me find non-toxic alternatives. And it's really fun. They rate different products. You can actually go look up your products and see how toxic they are. I also love the free app Think Dirty. It's really similar to ewg.org. And yes, it's really called Think Dirty, but it's a really cool app that allows you to even scan a barcode on your product and see where it rates on the toxicity scale. I've been sharing some of my favorite non-toxic alternatives on my Instagram page at Monique Kessler Wellness if you want to see what we personally use. Now, you don't have to switch to non-toxic alternatives all at once. I know how overwhelming and expensive that is. We switch just one product at a time. So when we would run out of a toxic product, instead of buying more of that product, we just purchased a non-toxic alternative at that time. Number two, be mindful of the water that you drink, bathe, and shower in daily. I've personally witnessed some clients heal dandruff, eczema, rashes, and other, quote, mystery skin irritations by simply addressing the toxic products and toxic water that they were exposing their body to daily. You can have your water tested to see how toxic it is and also use filters to reduce your exposure to toxic water. I love Berkey filters for both drinking water as well as shower filters, but you can also find great alternatives on Amazon for both shower and bath filters. And we personally use filters from Amazon on our showers and on our bathtubs. Number three, air fresheners and toxic fragrances. Air fresheners are extremely toxic and contain chemicals linked to neurotoxicity, hormone disruption. They irritate your respiratory system, nervous system, skin, eyes, etc. 
You can check out the International Fragrance Association, the IFRA's master list of chemicals that are allowed to be hidden under the label fragrance. I'll give you a heads up. There are thousands of toxic chemicals that can be hidden under the label fragrance. According to the Environmental Working Group, the EWG, the ingredient, quote, fragrance is actually a blend of ingredients that can contain up to 4,000 undisclosed ingredients, including harmful toxins. More and more studies are being published that link fragrances to symptoms and conditions including headaches, asthma, nausea, eczema, dermatitis, chronic fatigue, chemical sensitivities, neurological damage, cancer, and so many others. You're like, okay, Monique, we get it. So what do we use instead to make our house smell yummy? First and foremost, I would address the odors. Address what is causing the odors versus just covering them up. So what's causing the odor? Is it mold, bacteria, formaldehyde, VOCs? Address these troublemakers first. After you address the root cause of the odors, then you can add some non-toxic, yummy smells to the house. We love using essential oils. They can be used to purify the air, add natural fragrance, and also provide healing benefits. Just make sure to not overdo it. Essential oils are powerful and potent, and a little goes a long ways. We also love beeswax candles. They produce negative ions, purify the air, and can be fragranced with essential oils. Number four, indoor air pollution. So according to the EPA, the Environmental Protection Agency, indoor air is often two to ten times more polluted than outdoor air. Why? Well, homes and buildings are now being built airtight to be more energy efficient but this results in less ventilation, which leads to us breathing in this buildup of toxic materials. So here are some of my favorite ways to reduce indoor air pollution. Open up your windows for at least 10 to 15 minutes once a day. Encourage a no-shoes household. Shoes track in dirt, feces, pesticides, heavy metals, particulate matter, viruses, bacteria, and other toxins. Use the vent in the bathroom after you shower and take a bath. We leave ours on for about 15 to 20 minutes after a shower or bath. Use the vent in your kitchen while you're cooking, especially if you're using gas appliances. Try to lower toxic chemicals in the home, which we just touched on. You can incorporate air purifying charcoal bags. We get ours from Amazon. I shared them on my Instagram page, and I'll also link them in this episode's notes. We started using these in our new home, and they dramatically reduced the levels of formaldehyde, VOCs, and other toxic fumes commonly found in new builds within a matter of a few days. We also love them in our cars to drastically reduce the chemical cocktail that creates that new car smell. They also successfully absorb other stagnant car odors. One bag lasts about two years. In Test My Home actually did our healthy home assessment recently, and they were impressed by how low our VOC and formaldehyde levels were since it's a new build, and I told them that's one of the nicest things they could have ever told me. It made me feel so good knowing that my efforts to create a healthy home were actually working. You can also incorporate air purifying plants. Plants are known to remove toxins like formaldehyde and carbon monoxide from the air. Just keep an eye out for mold growth. You can also regularly dust and vacuum. Remember the dirt, feces, bacteria, heavy metals, pesticides, and toxins that our shoes bring in to the home? They get trapped in our carpets, rugs, cling to dust. Dusting and vacuuming regularly will cut down on these troublemakers. Also remember to change out HVAC filters regularly. If you can, use an air purifier with carbon filters. 
We just recently purchased an air doctor and it has successfully reduced the air particles in our home. But these air purifiers can get pricey, I know, especially when you need more than one. So if you head over to test my home's feed on Instagram, you'll find a video on there where you can make your own air purifier using a box fan, a Merv 13 filter, and duct tape. I'm serious. Go check it out. If you have mold in your home, of course, absolutely, you need to address that. In an upcoming episode, we're going to hear from Ryan Blazer, who's a building biologist and the founder of Test My Home, and he'll be giving us a lot of great information on mold and how to address it. Okay, that was number four, indoor air pollution. That was a big one. But moving on to number five, reduce the plastics in your life. We switched all plastic cups, Tupperware, water bottles to glass, ceramic, and stainless steel. Number six, reduce inflammatory foods. What we eat can contribute to disease or support health, but every body is uniquely different and what works for one person might not work for another. So I would work with a practitioner that you love and trust to help you identify what would work best for you when it comes to supporting your health with nutrition. We personally have experienced incredible benefits and healing by focusing on whole foods and dramatically reducing processed foods, dairy, eggs, gluten, added sugar, and inflammatory oils like canola oil. If we eat at a social event, maybe during the holidays, when we're out with friends or family, then we try to make clean choices if we can, but we don't worry too much about it because it's just a drop in the bucket. Our foundation is super clean and healing. Number seven, reduce heavy metal exposure. Heavy metal overwhelm can be linked to impaired speech, stuttering, memory loss, eczema, rashes, weakness, poor recovery after exercise, brain fog, tremors, chronic aches and pains, impaired motor control, vision disturbances, neurofatigue, anxiety, depression, concentration issues, neurological symptoms. They can contribute to Alzheimer's, autism, mood disorders, ADHD, OCD, Parkinson's disease, anemia, neuro disorders, MS, chronic fatigue syndrome, Lyme, and more. They fuel many troublemakers like Epstein-Barr virus, parasites, strep, gut bacteria overgrowth. So where do they come from? Where do we get heavy metal exposure from? Heavy metals are in our air, our water, food, implants, dental work, some injections, household items, tattoos. They're actually passed down through our family line. We've had them since before we were even born. Now again, no worries. There are ways to safely reduce heavy metals in the body if they are a source of toxic overwhelm for you. And I'll be going over those tools and tips in episode five when we discuss detox. Number eight, artificial light. We were originally created to connect with nature. The sun was our alarm clock. We were exposed to natural light throughout the day and we went to sleep with the sun. Artificial light is in many ways foreign to us and can completely dysregulate us because of this. Artificial light messes with our precious circadian rhythm, reduces our melatonin, which affects our quality of sleep, and can destroy our mitochondria, the energy powerhouse of our cell. So what can we do about artificial light? Well, you can spend time simply 10 to 20 minutes in the morning sun, encourage natural light throughout the day by opening window shades when you can, then use blue light blocking glasses, especially at night, to prevent your phone, computer, TV, and other artificial light sources from dysregulating you. Number nine, speaking of something completely unnatural to our body, EMFs. (laughs) It's honestly difficult to believe that EMFs are a real threat to our health until you actually feel the effects. 
When you have high heavy metals in the body, you'll notice that you're more sensitive to EMF exposure. I was really sensitive to EMFs when I was battling chronic illness, and I did notice that my EMF sensitivity dramatically reduced when I addressed heavy metals. But then last summer, my family and I noticed major symptoms pop up in all of us. Heavy fatigue, buzzing anxiety, neurological symptoms, headaches, insomnia, my kids were having painful restless legs, numbness and tingling. Then all three of my kids had a bloody nose within days of one another, and they had never had a bloody nose before. So I knew something was going on in our environment since all of us were reacting. And last summer, we were inside at home pretty much all of the time due to the stay-at-home orders. But one day, I went out to run some errands, and I noticed five huge new towers less than a mile from our home, practically in our neighborhood, and eight new towers within two miles of our home. So I incorporated some tools that I had learned actually from Test My Home, and all of those symptoms that I listed disappeared. And in episode six, Ryan Blazer, the founder of Test My Home, is going to give us lots of information on EMFs and tips on how to reduce EMF exposure in our lives. So stay tuned for that. Number 10, adrenaline. When we're in fight or flight due to past traumas and subconscious patterns still popping up trying to protect us, we can chronically release excessive adrenaline in the process. Adrenaline is so corrosive on the body, it taxes the liver and can overwhelm our adrenals. This constant state of stress and running from danger can weaken our mitochondria and deplete our life force, leading to chronic illness and disease, which is why so many people incorporate detox nutrition, reduce toxicity in the home, yet they're still dealing with an overwhelmed liver, chronic symptoms, and disease because that adrenaline is still pouring out constantly. I'll be sharing how to regulate the nervous system and help you address subconscious patterns in several upcoming episodes because it's that important. Okay, to recap, here are the top 10 areas that I highly recommend you look into when assessing how you can reduce toxicity in your own life. Number one, toxic personal care and cleaning products. Two, toxic water. Three, air fresheners and toxic fragrances. Four, indoor air pollution. 5. Plastics 6. Inflammatory foods 7. Heavy metal exposure 8. Artificial light 9. EMFs and 10. Constant excessive adrenaline Remember that you don't have to do all the things. I hope you took note of some things that might be daily exposures for you and identified realistic ways to incorporate some of these tips to lower the toxic overwhelm in your bucket. After learning that toxic exposures can further add to our toxic bucket and cause chronic illness, it's common for us to move into fear. Fear of exposure. Fear of life experiences where we can't control possible toxic exposure. Fear of being triggered. Fear of life. I've been there. So I want to remind you that living a life in fear is not living. Living in constant fight or flight will only feed disease. So let's stop living in fear and instead find balance as we take care of our buckets. If you took a sip of water every time that I've said bucket in this episode, you're probably well hydrated by now. (laughs) But in all seriousness, I hope that this knowledge and awareness has helped you feel empowered versus fearful, that you're excited to identify toxic troublemakers in your daily life and finally reduce toxic overwhelm. In our next episode, coming out this week, we will discuss part two, ways to support your natural detox pathways. Make sure to hit that follow button so that you know when it goes live. 
Until then, I hope you give yourself grace. I hope you know how powerful you are, how supported you are. You've got this. 